Hi, listeners. Thank you so much once again for joining us in this week's episode of On the Hunt. On Sunday, I received a call from a man who had a snake in his air conditioning unit. He said it was there for over a week. The snake must have come in through an open window, and once it had entered, it went in search of geckos in a safe place to hide, whereupon it landed up in the air conditioner. Fortunately, the snake was in a home with people that didn't wish it any harm. However, they were rather desperate for it to leave the house. They left the windows open during the whole week whilst they were at work and expected that it would eventually make its way out. The weekend came, and as it wasn't seen peeking its head out, they assumed naturally that it had made its way out. But of course, on Sunday, it made its grand appearance again, much to the family's dismay. I went around to the house initially and stripped off as much of the front cover of the air conditioner as I could in the hope of seeing where the snake had possibly gone. This turned out to be an absolutely futile effort. I couldn't see the snake anywhere. So I told the family to call me again the moment they saw it popping its head out. In the interim, they managed to find a guy who actually deals with air conditioners professionally. Much better idea. And he agreed to assist me with disassembling the units as far as possible. The air conditioner guy arrived at around four and I'd arranged with the homeowner to arrive around the same time. Hopefully between the two of us we would be able to figure this out and find out where the snake actually was. As it happens the air conditioning unit couldn't actually be stripped down any further without removing it from the wall and then obviously that would necessitate a full regassing so I just did what I do best and I sat and I patiently waited. As I sat on the couch and watched the unit carefully the snake began to come out from the hole in the wall where the pipes go through. Once it was out sufficiently, I crept up slowly, climbed the ladder, and grabbed it before it decided to go back in between brickwork. The video of the release is attached. The second rescue I'd like to share with you today is a touching story about a lady named Jolene who overcame her fear of snakes in order to save one's life. I received a call from Jolene regarding a spotted bush snake that had unfortunately got stuck to packing tape. I've seen this happen really often. Anyway, she said that she would call me back once confirming with the company that she works for whether it would be okay for me to come out. When she got back to me, much to my surprise, it was to let me know that she had in fact freed the snake from the tape herself. This is a woman who is absolutely petrified of snakes. When I chatted to her husband briefly, he said that she couldn't even watch them on TV. Her fear is real and genuine, but that didn't deter her from saving the snake's life. This snake would have certainly suffered terribly had nobody attended to the situation. As it struggled to free itself, it would have just continued sticking itself to the tape until it was no longer able to move, and at that point it would have starved and dehydrated. Jolene is definitely our community snake hero of the week. The message she requested me to convey on her behalf is that these creatures are as much a part of our world as what we are, and every animal and human deserves a helping hand. She said that whilst the snake was absolutely exhausted from the ordeal, it released well and came to life once it felt the grass around it. Well, I don't know about you guys, but stories like this make me all warm and fuzzy. The fact that this lady is so afraid of snakes, and despite her fear, she was just determined to assist the animal and ensure that it was safely released. Thank you so much, Jolene, for your bravery. You're a true reptile warrior. Right, ladies and gents, that's all my news for this week. Be sure to send us any questions that you may have, and don't forget to keep our numbers handy. Take care, everyone. Hi listeners, this is T here, your Chat Sapphire channel host. We received a late contribution from Jason Arnold and that was done after Caitlin had already recorded her story for this week's insert. So we'd love to add that to the program and here is what Jason has to tell us.
How's it, everybody? So, on Saturday morning, I had quite a nice, interesting call-out. I had a sergeant in the South African police services give me a call. They had been patrolling around the Chesterville area where they came across a bunch of people on the side of the road who flagged them down. When they stopped and asked what was happening, the the public told the police that there was a very, very big snake up in the in the trees, and I guess they thought the police would be able to shoot the animal. Luckily, that's not so easy for the police to just do these days um, for all sorts of reasons, including animal protection sort of acts and their rights. Um, so fortunately, they gave me a shout. Um, I then requested the policeman to please stay on site there with the people. Just keep an eye on the snake and just make sure that the public don't do anything silly, like set the bush on fire or throw stones or, you know, that sort of thing. And I rushed out there immediately. Um, when, I was, when I arrived there, I was pl uh, pleasantly surprised to find that the snake was still perched up in the trees, nice and comfortably. Nobody had disturbed it. And also, to my surprise, the snake was a very large Mozambique spitting cobra. Very unusual for this species to climb up into trees, um, especially four meters or so off the ground, which it was. I have seen maybe a couple of spitting cobras in the trees in the past, and the reason that they had um, they had done that is because um, they had either been uh, aggravated by dogs or people, and the only way to safety was to go upwards. So I've only seen them climbing up into trees for that reason, to get away from danger. This snake was clearly not trying to get away from danger. It was perched up there nice and quietly, all coiled up with its little head on its coils, and having a nice long bask in the sun. So quite unusual um, to have seen that and the rescue went pretty smoothly the snake was quite relaxed quite easy to catch uh, although it was a little bit high and a bit difficult to reach it but yeah in the end got it down safely the public were most impressed and most happy <laughs> and uh, the snake ended up being a male uh, and it happened to be the biggest one that I've ever caught to date it measured 1,660 millimeters, so 1.66 meters, the biggest one I've ever caught, and a nice, fat, chunky one at that. Hey guys, so I've just caught my second Mozambique spitting cobra for the day, uh, this time in the Carrington Heights area. Uh, it was a considerably smaller one than this morning's one, but still a pretty big snake about 1.2, 1.3 meters long. Um, but was, what was scary about this one is that it was actually inside the people's house. Their little child of probably, I don't know, maybe about four years old, five years old, um, discovered the snake. Uh, he walked into the bedroom and saw the snake. And yeah, he's just lucky that the snake didn't uh, spit in his face. Um, he exited the room and then told his parents. Um, the mother came to the room and she saw the snake and it disappeared underneath a little wardrobe. Um, she then got hold of her neighbor and the neighbor had my number and he called me.
so I headed out there. Um, they unfortunately didn't close the bedroom door 100%. They were so scared that when she exited the room, she just kind of flung the door behind her, uh, but it didn't actually close properly. So there was a space. I searched the whole bedroom, emptied the cupboards. There was no sign of the snake. And um, yeah, ended up searching the entire house and eventually found it underneath a couch in the lounge. So yeah, quite a scary one. I mean, these things do end up in people's homes. Obviously, they're not looking for people. They're not wanting to buy people, but they do end up in houses for whatever reason. Um, and yeah, this is when accidents can happen. So just as well, um, everything was fine and nobody was bitten. Nobody was spat in the eyes, nobody interfered with the snake, and it all ended up well and safe for the people and safe for the snake. Nice ending to my day.